Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey, everybody. I'm really excited to bring to you a conversation with my friend and client, Lynn Rogala. People think it's really mysterious to have a business where you are offering coaching with another thing. Maybe you offer coaching with yoga. Maybe you offer coaching with another physical product. And I know that so many people want to have these, I'm just going to call it a hybrid coaching business for now, for lack of a better term. And that gets people really curious. Like, is it possible? Is it, can I have a successful hybrid coaching business if this other aspect of it is really important to me and coaching is really important to me and I don't want to have to just pick one. And I do not think you should have to just pick one. And so we have a fantastic example of a superbly creative and joyful hybrid coaching business and it's CEO, Lynn Rogala. And I'm going to ask her to introduce herself. And then I'm going to ask her all the questions about how to make, how to market a hybrid coaching business and have it work fabulously. So welcome to the show, Lynn. Thank you so much. I am so excited and starstruck to be here. Oh, come on. You're so lying. (laughs) A year ago, I would have been starstruck. And now I'm like, of course I'm here because we're besties. Because you've been doing the work in joyful marketing and been continuously upgrading your self-concept and continuously upgrading your, you know, the way you take up space in the world, the way you let let your brilliance take up space in the world. So tell us about your hybrid coaching business. It's so interesting. And I have full disclosure, I have personally been a client in the past and loved working with Lynn. And but even if I hadn't, I would have <laughs> asked you to talk about it just because I think it's like really worth, you know, I, I bet people are so curious. So tell us how does your what is your hybrid coaching business and how does it work? Okay. So my hybrid coaching business combines essential oils with coaching energetically. This is something I discovered for myself about five years ago. I discovered, so all all essential oils have an energetic signature, just like our emotions and our thoughts also have some kind of energetic vibration. So you can find the energetic vibration, for example, like wild orange vibrates with abundance, which makes total sense when you think about it. Because if you think about an orchard, full of ripe oranges, and you were to walk in there with your human brain and your human senses and smell all of that ripe fruit, you would just think, oh yes, everything I need here is is good. There's all this abundance. I have everything I need. I can eat here. I can live here. I can be happy and well cared for here. So when you smell the essential oil or take it into your body or put it on you, that vibration of, of abundance works inside your brain. So it's kind of science and magic. It's like at the intersection of science and magic. That's what I say about this. So I discovered a few years ago that when I use oils this way, the coaching that I'm doing, the personal development, the breakthroughs, they either come faster, easier, or they go way, way deeper. And when I first did it, I was facing, you know, when you first have that big spiritual awakening awakening that feels like a nervous breakdown, I was having that one, the one that Brene Brown talked about being... (laughs) (laughs) I know about those. (laughs) (laughs) And this one was so hard that I don't know if I could have even faced it without using oils. I was working with a teacher and I was using a blend 
And it allowed me to get just enough of my false self off with safety, like I wasn't going to die, that I was able to start doing the the nervous breakdown work. (laughs) And then I started doing it with my friends and discovered that I really have a talent, like a magical talent for putting these oils together in a way that gets people just stunning breakthroughs and up-leveling and whatever kind of coaching term that you want to apply to it. It just makes it go. The, the tagline that I love is further, faster with more joy. Like any one of those three dimensions, you get more when you combine energetic oils like this. I love it. It's such a fun business. How does it work like nuts and bolts to the extent that you're, you're you know, happy to talk about it here? Do you, do you like coach people? Do you have like a package and then you also create oils for them? Like how does that work realistically? So I have a package that I'm super in love with. I have two offers right now, a package that I'm super in love with, and then another offer that I'm using that I may or may not discontinue in the next few months. So when I first started, my offer that I may or may not discontinue as a standalone was for making a custom blend. So I would meet with someone, they would talk about whatever breakthrough. um, And I also have a high intuition and like prophetic gifting. And so sometimes I can see and hear what's going on with them that kind of goes beyond what's actually happening on the Zoom call, um, which was kind of a revelation. COVID forced me to learn that I can do that over Zoom. It turns out I can. And so based on that, um, I make a blend for them and I get a name for it that arrives. Can I say the name of yours? Can you share what the name of yours was? The one I made for yeah, you? Yeah, that was magical. Ago? Yeah. So you were talking about wanting to connect with all of the different aspects of yourself. And the name that arrived was Child Crone along with a vision of you in this beautiful tree and all these different ages of yourself. So that all kind of arrives in, it's really fun and magic. And then based on what I hear from the person, what I hear from, you know, God, the spirit of my business, all the different sources along with the name, then I use what I know, what I've learned studying with my teachers about the energy of the oils. And I pull them together into like a magic potion, basically and then offer that to the person to use. So that was my original offer, but I've now combined that with some coaching where I have another thing where I can actually scan you energetically over Zoom and find out what oils you're responding to right now in this moment. So sometimes it'll energetically be what you need. Sometimes it'll energetically be what's happening to you. And I can look at those like seven to 10 oils and say, okay, this is exactly what's happening. This is the strategy. And then you may use some of those oils. You may not. And that is my package right now where I combine that with like also blends. So I may be going just with the package. I may be discontinuing standalone blends. I'm in consultation with the spirit of my business right now. I love it. You know, in offering this kind of hybrid package of coaching and, you know, the physical product of oils. Tell us a little bit about how the way you think about your marketing and the way you do it has evolved from the beginning. Because just while you were talking, I was just remembering the very early iterations of your marketing that I remember like coaching you on. And it's been many, many transformations since. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, what did you think? What were the struggles in the beginning? in it, marketing a business like this? And how did you overcome them? What was the, what were the biggest breakthroughs? Like, tell us all about it. Okay. I love this question because this is actually how I arrived at the package that I have right now, because I didn't have that before. So um, you talked about this on a couple podcasts ago when we were talking about unsexy power thoughts, mm-hmm. because about a year ago, 
I was really wanting to offer, you know, how do I market and offer all kinds of free value? Because I love to do that. I love to be generous. And I was so caught up in how do I, do I give free blends out? Do I give oils out? What do I do? I was just so stuck in that space because I was thinking there's no way to do this. And so the power thought I shifted to was there must be a way to do this. And that, it sounds so simple and unsexy, but that broke open so much. And every place I am right now really comes from starting to believe that thought. There has to be some way to do this. And I combined it with a thought of I'm willing to try a whole bunch of different things and see what works. I cannot overstate the power of those two thoughts combined. There must be a way I'm willing to try anything. It it sounds so mundane, but like there must be a way is the sentence that opens up possibility when our brains are like, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's impossible. Nobody's ever done that. You can, and then the, you know, I'm willing to try anything. That is the part where you make yourself a co-creator of like making these possibilities real. Right. And so I think for everybody, like myself included, if all you had was those two sentences as your mantras, like there must be a way and I'm willing to try anything, I think there will be nothing you can't figure out, right? If you are just getting started marketing your coaching business and you're like, I don't know which way is up. I don't know what to start. I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much stuff. I've never signed a client. I don't know how any of this works. If you're in that place, just cut away all of the noise, all the complexity, all the things that everybody says you have to know, and just take these two thoughts. There must be a way, and I'm willing to try anything. You have to like stay constrained to the simplicity and the power of those intentions because you have no idea how far they can take you. So I yeah, just well, have to I'm, chime in and say that. No, no, please, because it's so funny because I can't tell you the number of times I've listened to a coach or a podcast or someone say, and, and all I did was change my thoughts. And you sit in your action brain and think, that is some crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're like, roll your eyes. And you're like, come on. <laughs> come on. It has to. No, what did you Tell do? Tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. What did you write down? What did you do with your hands and your body? But the truth is, and I still use those thoughts all the time because as I'm moving forward and leveling up, but now it's become more like a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's got to be a way to do this. I'm going to figure it out. Now it's like a puzzle. And I love puzzles constantly solving puzzles. So that really opened up. That was the first one. There must be a way to do this. I'm willing to try a bunch of things. And then that led to two new thoughts where I really up-leveled my self-concept and the way I was looking at my clients. So the up-level of my self-concept was just the way I think about this is valuable. Ah, again, another moment where I have to stop, pause, and make sure you take that in. Just the way I think about this is valuable. Everybody's like, Simone, how do I create value? How do I give value? Like, how do I give value? If you, you, you don't have to go out there looking for value. You don't have to sit and toil and create value. Just the way you are thinking about, about things as a coach is super valuable to your clients. Like, I wish I could wrap that belief up in with gold paper and gift it to everybody who's listening. Just take an IV of it because, and I think some of it too, is because I have been doing this for so long, it seems like old hat to me. Yeah. Well, of course you use oils with your coaching, duh. But then realizing most of the world has never heard that idea. Mm. And it's not just me having these ideas. Everyone, if you've got something that you're really excited about, please 
I would love to hear your ideas. That's right. Like everyone. If, you, if you're like, if you're coaching without so- sound healing, you're missing out and everybody's work is so, so, so much better. If you're coaching without yoga, you're missing out. Like if you have knowledge, if you have conviction about these things, you want the world to know, you just have to be willing to talk about it. Right. And I think yeah. so many times people get, get stuck like, oh, but people are going to be confused what I mean. Like, well, explain it to us. You know, exactly. You have to assume people are curious, like people are interested. People want to learn. People want to come with me. People are attracted to me because they want whatever I have. I want to offer. And, you know, this happens all the time to me where people find want to find a way to work with me. And they, they're like, what is she offering? I'm going to look at what she's offering. If I don't understand it, I'm going to like make myself understand it. And then I'm going to and then I'm going to buy it because I want to work with Simone. And I and I bet it's the same thing for you. You don't have to. Like when you feel like people in the world don't know something, then put it upon yourself to be the champion for it and, and educate people. And you can have that be like, I see Lynn be such a joyful advocate of what she knows, as opposed to being like, oh my gosh, nobody knows. I have to tell everybody they're going to be confused, right? Like Lynn is never talking about oils and coaching to an audience that might not be familiar with that, with this attitude of, oh, like they're so confused. I, th- I think she's always like, so it's almost like, somebody. So let me know if this sounds like how you feel. I would imagine it feels like you have like little gifts to hand out to people and like, they have no idea that you're about to give them a gift and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's actually totally a part of my personality. Like when I went and saw the greatest showman, that movie made $400 million and at least a million of it was for me telling people like, Oh my God, (laughs) you have to go see it's a musical about a circus, but I swear, just go, just go, just go. Like, that's how I am about stuff I get excited about. So I allowed myself to just be excited about this and realize like, oh, just my going, guess what? Simone, Simone, let me tell you, you can apply wild orange and it will help you feel more abundant. Did you know that? It's magic. Like that thought of just the way I think about this is super valuable. Opened up, oh, I can give away free value on social media from now until I die, and I will never, ever, ever run out. Just by talking about what's in your brain, just by just sharing your thoughts with people mm-hmm. about about everything you know, why it's cool, you know, why it works, like all the things you geek out about on your own. Just yes. you talking about it is you giving people endless value. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. And that's true for it. everyone. That's true for everybody. If yes. and I can't tell you the number of coaches I've talked to. This is a little bit of a squirrel, but you coaches out there, I'm talking to you where they talk about their coachy thing. And then they say, oh, and here's this other thing I'm really obsessed with. And, but I don't really talk about it. And then they tell me their thing. And I say, oh my gosh, that's so cool. It makes them like a hundred times more interesting immediately. Yes. Is this in your business? And they say, oh no, no. Like, are you insane? Are you insane? (laughs) This cool thing you're super excited about. Even if it's like, I only coach on Tuesdays or I only coach when I'm wearing brown socks. I don't care what it is. If you're like lit up about it, then that is value. Yes. Talking about whatever makes you light up. That's pure grade A value, right? Let's say you have a strange fascination with chipmunks and you're a coach. If you tell us about why you love chipmunks and all the weird details you know about chipmunks that I don't, that's valuable to me. Like, this is the simplest, most powerful way to understand value. And I could not have put it better. This is genius. Please, please, like, even if you don't have a hybrid coaching business, just anything that lights you up when you talk about it, the thoughts in your brain, when you share it, instantly becomes value. 
Yes, absolutely. So that was my up level of my concept. So, Just the way so I think good. about this is valuable. And then it also allowed me to up, up level my client perspective because I was looking at people who wanted to work with me as so weak and helpless that mm-hmm. I would have to like walk to their house, open their hand, put oil in their hand, close their hand around it, just that concept. And then realizing like, wait, I could do a whole class on how wild orange is amazing. And I could tell them where they could get wild orange, which in my opinion should only be from doTERRA, but that's a conversation maybe for another day, how they could get it. And then they can go. This get is it. not a, you know, promotion. No, I'm not of, trying to make, we, yeah, we are neutral about companies. Yeah. Yes. Right. But the official um, position of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Simone's official position. Yeah. That's my opinion, but I could tell them where to do it and then they could go get it themselves. So I didn't have to give them the information on how to use a certain oil a certain way and give them the oil. They could what actually I, go get it themselves. What I'm hearing you say is that you made your own job as a mark as a co- as a coach easier by assuming that your clients are self-motivated and resourceful and they want to go figure things out and they can go figure things out. And that exactly. therefore they would be delightful to work with you and it'll be simple and fun. Right. That they're way more capable, that they don't need the, and it, and it goes hand in hand with just the way I think about this is valuable. So I can tell you how to use lavender to have greater communication. And then I can tell you how to get lavender and trust that you'll go get it. And I don't need to give it to you. Mm. So that was very specific to the hybrid part of it. But I think it's also good for any coach to say, any coach. You know, my clients are very capable and they are able to do things. They have yeah. agency and they're adults. Like- what if what if I don't need to make this worksheet for them? What if they can figure it out without a worksheet? What exactly. if I don't need to like check in with them via Voxer every single day between calls? What if they're entirely capable of self-coaching and might even self-coach better when I'm not around and they have to rely on themselves, right? What if, you know, for those of you who have hybrid businesses, there might be like additional components of them where your brain's like, you have to help them with it because they're confused and helpless about it. But what if they're not? What if you entirely trusted them to be as smart as you are, as into it as you are, as self-motivated as you are, when you are willing to update the way that upgrade the way you're thinking about your clients, one, your life is going to be so much easier and better and more fun. And two, you are going to attract a higher quality of clients who want to play with you at that level, who are thrilled to pay you to play with you at that level and are very self-sufficient and get amazing results and love you and are happy and tell all their friends about you, right? So all these great cascading effects happen when you are willing to think of your clients in an elevated way. Absolutely. And for I, I see this with a lot of coaches in tech where they real they think that they have to help their clients with the tech. Oh, they don't uh, know how to log into Zoom. They don't know how to. Uh, so even so if you don't have a hybrid business, just letting go of like, they can figure this out. They know how to check their email. They know how, they to, know how to Google files. things. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. not their assistant. Be their coach, <laughs> not their assistant. Seriously. Yeah. So that led me to that, that really opened up. So those two things, like just how I think of this as valuable and my clients have the ability to source some of this stuff for themselves that opened up. So then I started exploring what I would call small cells to give people more ways to come close to me. So I had a whole bunch of pre-made blends. I made 10 blends. Hey, to that was with- a joyful marketing challenge. Yes. It, yeah. Small, small cells. One of the places fact, I got that. Didn't I have a podcast I can never keep track of what I what's on the podcast. Probably. Okay. Tell, tell me about what this is. Okay. So 
when I first started getting into this just for fun, I had taken, I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. I'm not neutral about her at all. And she has a beautiful book called The Gifts of Imperfection. And it has 10 guideposts in it for wholehearted living. And I made 10 blends to go along with that years ago, like 2017. And so I made some of those available for sale, but I didn't really want it to be just come and buy a bottle of oil from me. So I hit on um, putting together workbooks. So that was one of the first small cells where, and I was really looking for what does, what lights me up. Like the idea of having a little oil shop where you come and just buy from me, that was just blah. You know, it just, it felt dead. So like, how can I light this up? How can I make it something that I love? And so I combine those with workbooks. Like you can go to my shop, you can buy an oil that I've blended up and you get a workbook. And that kind of gave a, a way for people to come close to me without buying my full offer. So um, translation, if you have a hybrid coaching business and you're wondering how to start, like what to offer people to give people a taste of what you offer as instead of giving them like actually working for them, you know, that doesn't sound for, that's not fun for anybody. The fantastic question that Lynn posed here is like, what, I forget the exact word you use, but basically like, what, what, what are you into? Right? What lights you up? What excites you to think about? Lynn was like, I'm, I stand for Brene Brown and I'm going to take her book and I'm going to do this thing with it. That's fun for me. Right. It's like, what's going to be fun for you? What are you into? Right. And when you ask that question and follow the breadcrumbs of that, right? Like, and then just play with it, right? Take the thing that's fun for you and play with it and then offer it to people. And it doesn't need to look like a traditional anything. It doesn't need to look like a traditional freebie. It can be whatever you want. But I bet that if you were to really follow these questions all the, all the way to where, where the breadcrumbs lead you, like what's fun for me? What do I get excited about? What am I into? What do I stand about? And then what does it look like when I'm having super fun geeking out about it? How, and what would it be like to invite people to take part in that, right? What would it be like to, for me to geek out in a way that is like fun, fun and useful and relevant to people? Like, how can I offer it? Like, these are such great questions that are such better questions than a lot of other questions you can ask, like, okay, so how do I format what I know into a, a, a masterclass that everybody says I have to offer right. to grow my list, right? Like, oh, like those questions kill my soul. So right. how do I do a webinar? I know I stopped asking myself those questions. And I unless just you love webinars, asking. unless you get excited about webinars and absolutely do them, but it's always excitement has to come first. Your fun has to come first. What you're into, what you what lights you up, that has to come first. You ask yourself what that is, and then start like feel your way into the next step and the next step. So that's my translation for like, how do I get marketing ideas to draw people to my work and give them a taste of my work, give value, build relationships, build trust, et cetera. Yeah. So I had a bunch of things that I tried that I would call failures, but not like a little of failure. Like I tried this thing and I didn't get the result I wanted, but I don't really consider them a failure because I was still in that willingness of there must be a way to figure this out. And I'm willing to try a bunch of things and staying in that willingness is where the real magic showed up. Amen. So I recently discovered the energy scan thing that I do is something that I used to only do in person. And I was really hung up on, okay, this is never going to scale, getting back into that thought, right? This isn't going to scale. How can I do this? And by staying open and curious and following all the little rabbit trails that were fun for me, I discovered that I can do those virtually. And that opened up a whole world. But if I hadn't stayed in that curiosity, 
I never would have made that discovery. And now that's a huge part of my package. And the package I created that combines those with the blends was actually in response to someone saying, I want more of what you do, but instead of having this one blender, this one thing, can you package it together? So I was also responding to like what people were finding fun about working with me. So it's not like you do a thing and it goes exactly like you wanted to. And then, yay, it's it's a success. And then you just keep having more successes. It's like you do a thing. It doesn't go the way you thought exactly, but then you learn something up from it. And then the thing that you learn make, gives you vital information that you need to make the next thing successful, right? So yes. what you, yeah. And a lot of times what I learned was this was fun and this wasn't. <laughs> And yeah, I kept totally. following that, you know, yeah. I did this and I loved this part and this part was blech. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Not in a bratty way, you know, that we all have to do, like, I still have to file my taxes, yeah. but in a, you know, this pathway led to so much joy and this pathway was, I don't know, it felt kind of dead, not that exciting. And the more I followed the joy pathways, the more I, so now I have this opera that I absolutely love. And it was because I was following adventure and fun and curiosity and delight. And you never get to play Marco Polo with yourself. Like, oh, I like this. I don't like that. Let me follow that. See what happens. Oh, I like that. I don't like that. Right. You never get to like make those decisions if you're just like thinking about it and trying to find the right answer by thinking about it hard enough and researching hard enough and asking enough people their opinions enough, right? You have to take action. You have to make decisions and then see where the chips fall. And then like, you know, you have to, you kind of roll, have to roll up your sleeves and get messy. Like that's the only way you build this kind of like data that's going to be useful in you getting to know exactly what the right thing is for you. Like, I just, I just want to cry every time just somebody thinks they can like do enough self-coaching and the, or have be like enlightened enough. And then the perfect magic, you know, offer is going to perfect magic idea is going to like fall from the sky into their laps. Like, no, go out and try 10 things and have nine of them not go the way you think they will. By the 10th attempt, you're going to have something super amazing because you're going to have learned from all those things that you've tried. Yeah. And I even had some that I learned everything I needed and the, the thing never made it into the world. You know, I built it, I played with it, I interacted with it. I had fun or didn't have fun and then decided, oh, I learned everything I needed from that. I'm not even going to finish this or I'm going I've to totally had those two. take what I learned and go someplace else. So I have a, a notebook full of things that I you know, did about 70% on that. Mm. Where's my bliss? Where's my joy? Until I created the offer I currently have, which I absolutely love. I love it. Brag about some some milestones that you've achieved, some things that you're proud of in your business. I want to give um, people an idea of what's possible. Okay. So this year I have already made more than I made all of last year at Fine. right here and just about the end of March. Wow. Oh. Just in three months, you've made, you've already out earned your entire year last year. Yep. Exactly. So, good. so worthy of celebration. Yes. Um, I, so many of my brags are when somebody sits across from me and I can see that they can see their identity by talking to me after one of these energy scans, like the way that they light up, that to me is worth everything. So that it, It's not a traditional brag, but just how many people, I mean, I can do this, we're on Zoom and no one else can see, but when they lean way in and like their, their nose practically fills the camera because they're just so enraptured with the version of themselves that they see in my eyes, that's what I just totally Ugh, live for. I just got just chills imagining it. Live for yes, that. that's yes. what it's all about. 
bigging people up, but just getting blends in people's hands and having them be like, holy shit, that's just success after success after success. So Perfect. I would say, I mean, is that enough bragging? No, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the ultimate. That is the ultimate to me. Perfect. Okay. So anything else you want to add any, you know, anything else you want people to know about, you know, marketing a hybrid coaching business, making it successful for people who are like in the, you know, in the thick of it. So I would say be really uh, willing to, to wrestle with the fulfillment side of it and let it be really messy until you figure it out. Mm. Because I have a package that still involves me um, mailing things out to people. And in the US, I've got that sorted. And internationally, it's still a little messy. And I'm just willing to stay and let it be messy and figure it out and make mistakes and say, oh my gosh, that took two weeks longer than I thought. I apologize. How can I make it right? And not have to try to figure everything out before I work with people where I'm going to have to figure that out. So I'm kind of figuring it out as it comes along, the fulfillment side of it. That's been the hardest part. That's amazing advice. I think that even applies, even if you don't have a hybrid coaching business, you know, you have to, you know, make allowances for, for tons of things to be messy as you go along. Right. And it's so completely okay to have a business whose soul and purpose you're in love with that lights you up where the execution is like a little messy. Right. I think we have this idea that when we are there, when we have arrived, when we're perfect enough, when we have like, you know, improved enough, then all of our, you know, we wouldn't have these messes and and mistakes and delays and, you know, flops and whatever anymore. But I don't think that's the case. I think that the fact that you have an offer, you're doing work that lights your soul on fire, like that's it, you have arrived. And nobody actually cares that things are messy. Like, I think the right person who loves working with you, like they don't care. They just want to work with you. Right. And they, they understand that you're human. And I especially want to say this to people who know that in terms of their coaching business, what they're offering, maybe how they're offering, you know, that you're trailblazing a little bit, right? You're not doing the most traditional conventional thing. No one in the history of anything has ever trailblazed without a giant mess, without making a giant mess, right? Because most people are unwilling to make giant messes. And so, which is why most people aren't trailblazers. So if you, if you know you want to be, or you are a trailblazer, that's basically, you have to say yes to giant messes. I am so willing give, bring on all of the messiness. Like I'm, I'm willing to have all of it. Like I'm willing to, for this to be wildly imperfect. I'm willing to make big mistakes and figure it out and learn from them because I want, I mean, this is kind of a thought that I had because when I first envisioned my coaching businesses, I, my own business, I, I don't admittedly, I don't have a hybrid offer, but I didn't know anybody who could be a role model for me. Right. I didn't know anybody who looked like me, who was from where I was from, who had the, who shared the same weird personality and like values as me. And so in my own regard, even though I don't have a hybrid product, you know, I decided, you know what? I'm going to have to trailblaze myself. That means there's no blueprint model for how to run like the exact kind of soul business that. I want like I want somebody to show me the ropes, but nobody's showing me the ropes. So I'm gonna have to teach myself the ropes. And that process of self-teaching is gonna involve lots of experimentation. And when I have lots of experimentation, 
There's going to be some explosions here and there. There's going to be some messes and spills here and there. And I am here for it. If that's the, that's the cost of like what it takes to be my own role model, to be a, a boober. So, so somebody's going to listen to this podcast today and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that Lynn went first. I also was thinking about doing an, an oil and coaching hybrid business. I was thinking about doing this other kind of healing and, you know, coaching business or, uh, I actually know somebody um, who offers like a nature, like mountain hiking and coaching hybrid business. That's a high, right. And wow. Like everything that Lynn has been through is so useful to me. I can benchmark that, that stuff. And that's like, because you were willing to go through that period of uh, like innovation, Lynn, like you've inspired somebody, right? So Lynn has, is a leader. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you're willing to forge your own path, try things your own way and figure out only what the, you know, the one in 7 billion business that only you can create, you're going to be that role model for somebody else. You're going to be that leader for somebody else. And that vision just is so beautiful. And I just like want all of us being leaders. So I just felt like I had to say all that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's one of the things I love about what you've created with joyful marketing, because it gives me a place to listen to other people, but it also gives me a place to say, hey, this is what I learned because I really like to do that. But I feel like a lot of those lessons, I don't really want to share them on my main. So I go into joyful marketing. Hey, this is the mistake I just made. I fell flat on my face. This is what I learned. So that's a, I just love what you And then you've we aggressively that. cheer your mistake. That's what we do in joyful marketing. Exactly. Exactly. And I would say I would tag on one more thing with the um, being willing to let it be messy is... I am choosing on the tech side to do everything the easiest way possible. So a lot of, a lot of the elements of my offer, the structure of my offer is because that's what my web provider could easily do already. I was like, what can this thing do? How do I charge money? How do I package this together like this? Okay, great. That's my offer. And that's, that's where it came from. I completely agree. I always choose whenever I have team meetings with my team, you guys at the multi-million dollar level, every time, what, do we, what should we do? I'm like, let's do the simplest, easiest thing possible. Let's cut out the complication. I don't care about anything else. Let's just make this easy on ourselves. And I think that my business is truly joyful because I do that. It's like complication. No, thank you. Like if, maybe it's like a little bit less pretty. Maybe it's a little bit less perfect because I would rather it be easy and simple, but oh my gosh so worth it for my mental health. And my mental health is very important for my business. You know? Yeah. It's a choose your hard because if you are trailblazing, like you said, we are doing, there's already plenty of things that are difficult that are inherently difficult. So why would you make something that doesn't need to be difficult, difficult? A frigging men. Easiest tech possible. Yes. So many gems in this conversation. When, if people want to go find out about you and hire you, where can they find you? So all of my social media is a spacious life, all one word, a spacious life. Um, I'm also at aspaciouslife.com. So that's where you can see my offers and sign up, follow me on social media, learn about I'm doing, I'm currently doing right now an oil of the day where I spin a bingo ball and the bingo ball tells me what oil to talk about. So we'll get through 75 oils. It's been super fun to do it that way. That is so fun. Do you see how creative you can get? That's so amazing. I, it's easy I love too. that. Huh? I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to decide every day. So I just let the bingo ball, the bingo Oracle chooses for me every single day. That's amazing. I will say I do not plug any essential oil company, but I do plug Lynn's work because I have worked with, I, she's, she's created a, 
actually a few blends for me and I have loved them all so, so much. And I completely can back her up when she talks about the power of her blends. So yay, hybrid coaching businesses. I hope that you got tons of inspiration and actionable insights from this. If you didn't, you listened wrong. Go back and listen to it again. And Lynn and I, oh, and you should come join us in Joyful Marketing, of course. Yes. And yes. And I'm even funny, super funny and inappropriate in there in a way that I wasn't on the podcast. So come and join us. Don't you feel like joyful marketing is just getting more and more inappropriate? It's just like... It's perfect. It's it's just like, (laughs) it's weirder and more inappropriate every day. (laughs) You want to go to a fun party. Marketing, you want it to be fun. And if the party's not fun, then why do it? If it ain't fun, don't do it. Okay. Join us inside Joyful Marketing and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.